Hey, it's Jermichael Jordan, and I want to welcome you back to Decoded. Decoded. So 11 days ago, I had the privilege of celebrating my 32nd birthday. Out of all the birthdays that I have had in my life, this one was by far the most different. For the simple fact that it wasn't spent outside the house, but it was spent inside the house under strict quarantine regulations. Even though it was spent in the house, my wife and family made sure that it was not a total loss. They made it a very special day. But one of the things I decided to do this year since I had more time on my hands was to just sit sit and reflect on my journey. So while I was reflecting over my life, I decided to get up and go get a pen and notepad. And I began to write down lessons that I've learned and applied to my life over the last 32 years. While I was writing, I decided to narrow them down to my top 32. And I want to share them with you. You never know. One of them might just resonate with you and help assist you on your journey to decoding your greatness. Lesson number one, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This lesson was probably the very first lesson I was taught growing up. It's the lesson that says how you treat people often determines how you will be treated in return. Now, I have to give you a disclaimer. While I have found that this lesson is true more often than not, I must tell you that this is not always the case. Because in my 32 years, I have learned that sometimes it doesn't matter how kind or well you treat a person. Some people will just be nasty to you regardless. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with you, but everything to do with the personal issues that they struggle with within themselves. So don't take it personal. But to avoid being guilty of mistreatment, I've just learned to do right by people regardless and always keep a pure heart, no matter what is said or done to me. I just believe in making sure that your heart and intentions remain pure above all else. And always remember that life has a way of evening the score better than we can anyway. Lesson number two, develop good habits early. The hardest thing I have ever done in my life was try to break bad habits or routines quickly that took years to develop. This is one piece of advice I wish I would have listened to early in my life when I was first told. Through the years, I have come to the conclusion that many of the habits I struggled with in my 30s most definitely didn't appear out of thin air. Most of them I picked up in my adolescent and teen years, which followed me like a looming shadow into my adulthood at times. One of those habits that I had to acknowledge is the fact that I'm a night owl. I rarely sleep. I sometimes extend the hours in my day to finish work, relax, and sometimes just goof off. And when I do finally go to sleep, I don't sleep long. This may have worked fine when I was a teenager, but now as I've gotten older, it, it no longer serves me because now I have more responsibilities. I have more things that require me to have a clear mind, extreme focus. However, the fact that I, I never took the time to develop good sleeping habits or patterns, I often suffer from low energy and other potential health risks. It's something I now acknowledge and also something I'm working on. Pray for your boy. Number three, always do your best. Good, better, best. Never let them rest until your good is better 
and your better is best. My grandmother Lillian, God rest her soul, taught me this quote when I was a little boy. Back then, it just seemed like a cool little quote that I could remember and rhyme pretty good. But what I didn't realize then is that she was teaching me more than just a quote. She was, she was teaching me something that I, I would apply to everything that I do for the rest of my life. I don't believe in settling. I never have. If I set my mind to do something, I give my all. Maybe it's a mental thing, but all I know is that she set the bar for me at a young age. And if I don't give my best, I don't feel satisfied. And in some strange way, I feel as though I'm, I'm letting her down too. Lesson number four. Everyone won't like you, and that is okay. Rejection is sometimes protection. I believe that deep down, everyone longs to be accepted. Everyone longs to feel as if they belong. Validation is the thing that makes us feel necessary. It's the reason that this generation goes so hard and heavy on social media and fish for likes. To get a heart or a thumb up, up on a post or a photo is what makes us feel like we hit the mark or created a small wave in this superficial matrix that we live in. However, even outside of the net, validation is desired. However, life has taught me that it doesn't matter who likes or dislikes me, as long as I like me. As long as you like you, as long as you can wake up in the morning and be satisfied with the fact that God made you just the way that you are, whether it's tall or short, fat or skinny, big nose, small nose, big head or little head, introvert or extrovert, I've come to grips with the fact that I just won't be everybody's choice and that is a-okay. Because for every person who doesn't like me, there is at least five to ten who do. Find those people. Number five, stand for something. Be a person of principle. The greatest gift we have is our ability to choose. The ability to decide what we believe and why we believe it. However, it's not always easy to stick with your convictions when it seems as if Everyone around you is sitting on the bottom of a seesaw where you're at the, the top, left alone, suspended in the air. I've learned that going with the masses just because it's popular doesn't always make it right. I have certain beliefs and certain convictions that I just refuse to compromise. As cliche as it may sound, I wholeheartedly believe that a person who doesn't stand for something will fall for anything. One of my favorite human beings to ever live was... Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I'm pretty sure you know that by now. <laughs> he was a man that stood on principle of love and equality, but he didn't speak on it because it was popular. He spoke on it because it was something he believed in. And because he stood on that principle, many people benefited from it. I believe it was also he who said, if a man has not discovered something he would die for, then he isn't fit to live. Number six, every associate isn't a friend. People will surprise you. I remember growing up, my mother used to tell me that everybody is not your friend. I used to think, well, duh, I don't even know everybody. But it would be a few years until I realized what she actually meant by that. What she meant was that everyone you call a friend doesn't always have your best interests at heart. Some people just stick around long enough to learn as much as they can about you while waiting for the right time to use it against you. Or 
There are some who simply stick around long enough to get all they can from you before fading into the background, never to be heard from or seen again. And they are usually people that you at one point trusted the most. She used to say, always be wise when picking friends because people will surprise you. Number seven, think things through. There is nothing worse than making an immediate decision about something that could cause lasting consequences. I learned this lesson by watching many of the friends I grew up with make bad impulsive decisions that landed some of them in prison and some of them in graves. Often life can force us into positions where we have to think fast. While this may be true, it is still important to stop, take a breath, and think about your next action or response before reacting out of impulse. Because what you do or say next might just cement your future. Number eight, trust your instincts. Now, beyond thinking things through, I believe God also gave us instincts. I consider instincts as an inner knowing that you can't explain. The type of knowing that doesn't necessarily depend on your thoughts as much as your gut feeling. There's been so many times in my life when my instincts forced me to take action when my mind was telling me not to. And in those moments, my instincts proved to be right. So my advice is to learn the difference between the two and always trust your instincts. Instincts will take you places. Number nine, surround yourself with people who encourage you and push you to reach your full potential. I've learned that it is important to be surrounded by people who push, motivate, and encourage you. Individuals who see your potential and individuals whom you can trust to keep it real with you when they see you slipping or settling for less than what you're capable of. These people will play a huge role in the success of your life. Value these people. Keep these people close. Number 10. Feel fear, but don't succumb to it. Use it as fuel and take action. One of my favorite movie quotes, and one that I prescribe to, uh, comes from uh, the great Will Smith in the film After Earth. He looks into the face of his son who was having second thoughts about completing a mission and tries to comfort him by saying these words, fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. This line snaps me back into proper position every time I hear it. Fear is only possible if we choose for it to exist. So instead of allowing fear to run my life, I use it as fuel to drive me into action. Number 11, good things never come easy. <laughs> I found that some of the greatest things I have ever accomplished, experienced, or received came from first putting in hard work and time. While the challenges may have been difficult, the process and struggle made me appreciate the success even more. Number 12, don't be afraid to be different. Walk your own path. It is better to fail in originality than to succeed in imitation. We only get one life. Don't waste yours by living someone else's. Number 13. 
Failure is a great source of wisdom. In life, we won't always win. We won't always make the best decisions and we won't always succeed at the things we try. However, we should never look at failure as a total loss, but rather a learning experience that proves wisdom that we can always access and pull from. Number 14, pain is real, but so is healing, but it must be confronted. There is no way to escape pain in life. We all will experience it at some point. The key is not to waste it. Allow the pain to work for you, not against you. The only way to make it work for you is by feeling it in its entirety and not running away from it. When we face it, we allow for healing to take place. One day we wake up and realize that the scar may still be there, but the sting of the pain is no more. Number 15, go after your dreams. Never settle. There are things we all have dreamed about doing. None of us are getting any younger. Right now is the youngest you will ever be. So we might as well give it a shot. Regret is the hardest pill to swallow. I'd rather say, I tried, than what if, and if only. Number 16, exposure is everything. Take opportunities that allow you to leave your comfort zone. Try new things. Go places you have never been. Listen and read books by authors you aren't familiar with. Attend events that you wouldn't normally attend. When we make effort to leave the comfort of our norm, we often discover layers within ourselves that we didn't know existed. We may even find out that we actually enjoy the very things and the people we used to make fun of. Exposure is everything. Number 17, the importance of acceptance. Control what you can, let go of what you can't. Don't sweat the small stuff that you can't change. Because I'm a natural go-getter and, and I'm a make-it-happen type of individual, I've always lived to achieve or be a fixer of things. However, life has taught me that some things are just beyond my control. So things won't always be fixable. Some things won't always work in my favor. However, accepting this fact alleviates unnecessary stress. And the time that I would waste on stressing would could go towards something productive. Number 18, there is power in saying no. For years, I struggled with saying no. I felt as if if I said no to certain people or opportunities, then I would be the cause of disappointment. However, I've learned not to think so highly of myself. Truth is, sometimes people only ask you because you were the first person that came to their mind that they figured would do it without saying no and without them having to put in work to find someone else. Why? Because you always say yes. So here we are thinking we are saving the day when the truth is they just didn't want to do the work to check with their other resources. And here we are feeling obligated and stressed out, trying to figure out how to maneuver and change things around that was not on our schedule in the first place or on our to-do list. Understand that the word no can really bless your life. Number 19, be humble, but always remain confident. I used to think that being humble meant to deny my own abilities. 
Well, I don't believe in bragging and bring being self-enthralled and attention-driven. I do believe that it's important to be confident in the giftings that God has given you. Never allow people to make you feel bad for being good at what you do. Be small in your own eyes, but be big and confident in who you are. Number 20, never give up. Life will present many challenges. Challenges that often make us want to throw in the towel and give up on things that we set out to do. But no matter how hard things get, don't quit. I have always had uh, the unsettling fear of giving up and quitting right before I accomplish what I set out to do. You never know what that next push or that next action or that next idea will do for you. So don't quit. Keep going. Number 21, stay curious and keep an open mind. I learned to always be a student. The moment that you decide that you know everything is the moment you stop learning. And the moment you stop learning is the moment you stop growing. Lesson 22, importance of relationships and networking. So I have extrovert qualities but I'm naturally an introvert. I'm not one to go out and start conversations, but I will talk to you all day, which makes it difficult for me sometimes when I have to operate in areas of relationships. But I've learned that to build strong working relationships, it's imperative to nurture them. Check in often. Show genuine concern outside of just business and work. People often don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. Number 23, your past doesn't determine your future. The past is just that, the past. We can't go back and change it, but we can create a better future. So it's best we focus on moving forward. Number 24, moments are fleeting. Cherish them. The most precious thing in the world is time. Time is the one thing we cannot add or subtract from. It's just going to keep going. I've learned that some of the greatest moments in my life I sped through because at that time I was in a hurry to get to the next thing. But when I got to really think about that thing, I realized that the moments I was trying to hurry through were actually some of the best times in my life. I have since learned to slow down, enjoy the moment and the people that are a part of them because one day they will be a distant memory. Number 25, don't listen to what people say. Listen to what they don't say and then watch what they do. This is one of the greatest lessons I've ever learned in my life. And I don't even have to go on about it. It's pretty self-explanatory. Number 26, a good name is better to be chosen than great riches. I've always been taught that a good name can get you into doors that money can't. For we only get one name, so we must protect it at all costs. Number 27, there is power in forgiveness. Forgiving offenses is not always easy, especially when we feel that we have been wrong. We feel as though we deserve an apology. But the truth is, sometimes we may never get or receive it. 
And if we aren't careful, we can walk around with a huge chip on our shoulder that really hurts us in more ways than we can imagine. It's important to know that everyone makes mistakes. We are all human and we are all flawed. We have to allow room for people to grow. But in the meantime, it serves us best mentally and emotionally when we practice forgiveness. Forgiveness frees us up from being trapped with a heart of bitterness and revenge. In order to move forward to greatness, we must practice forgiveness. Number 28, there's value in mentorship. Truth is, we can all go far on our own, but we can go even further with guidance from those who have mastered what we strive for and have yet to experience. Lesson 29, learn the value of investing. Now, the investing that I'm referring to isn't just about money, while that is very important. But the investing that I'm referring to is learning to invest in people, invest in others. I always say what you pour into others blesses you often more than it blesses them because it gives you an opportunity to utilize what you've been given to see results. So I always say, Create something that outlasts you. One of the main goals that you should have in this life is to create something. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a nonprofit. But create something that others can be blessed by, even if you're no longer around. Number 30. Family is everything. While we may not all have the best relationships with certain members of our family, it's important that we do all we can to salvage it, if at all possible. Because at the end of the day, family is truly all we have. Truth is, family doesn't even always have to be your biological family. Sometimes it could be individuals from your church or fraternities or sorority sisters. It doesn't matter who you choose to identify with family. Just find somebody, find individuals. Because the truth is, we all need someone who loves us and cares about our well-being and when we find these people, we must respect them, value them, and most importantly, be loyal to them. Number 31, trust God always. Lean not to your own understanding. One of my favorite scriptures that my grandmother Lillian taught me when I was younger was Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight i believe this scripture and i live my life by it and i can honestly say that when i trust in him and lean not to my own understanding he has always made my paths straight and lesson 32 appreciate your journey we only get one opportunity at this life thing. So it's important that we embrace every part of it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Relish in the fact that there is no one on this planet, dead or alive, that can say they have ever lived in your shoes or traveled your exact path. So make it your own. But most importantly, make time to look around and enjoy it. Now listen, these have been my 32 life lessons. I can only hope and pray that it's blessed you and maybe you found lessons 
in my life that you can apply to yours that can help you or push you to the next level. Remember, I love you and I'm your biggest fan. Now continue to decode your greatness. Talk to you soon.